0: hello you nosy wankers welcome back to Square syndrome tv podcast i at least know how to say his podcast name i like troy salmon he's scared of saying that word I'm your host, Ben Gilman, and it's a privilege to be back here to see how you all are. Hope you're well. As always, I'm joined by a woman that gave up her Scottish independence and her surname to take an English one. It's Helen Watkins.
1: Hi. I love my new name.
0: It's a good joke, isn't it? Really? It's, it's good. It. And a woman who told me to kidnap a cat and send it to her yeah. in the post. Most yeah. probably a muscular delivery man attached. It's Tara Chloe.
2: Hello, people.
0: I cannot believe you told me to be to just just to or just, just to put a nice little cat that was hanging out with me in the park.
2: No, well, but I like the cat. It was a calico. with my well, How am I
0: meant to send a cat to you?
2: Well, it was a calico. It was my favorite type. So yeah, I want it. and it's a stray. So well, technically, I can give it a home.
0: Well, this cat, this cat came up in the park last weekend and just decided, oh, I'm going to sit with you guys. <laughs> Which never happens. You never see a stray cat in a, in a park. It doesn't happen. It's not. You see squirrels and pigeons and maybe an angry swan. You do not see a stray cat just sitting there, just meowing and saying hello. Very lovely cat. I don't normally like cats because they're a little bit sneaky with their claws. But it's okay. Very nice cat. Just stayed with us. Other people came near it. It walked away from them. <laughs> Didn't like other people, liked me and my wife, so win-win. I'm a, I'm a cat man apparently now. So yeah, how are you two being? Anyway, enough about my life.
1: I've been all right. Yeah, finished moving. That's why I was absent for a couple of weeks. You know, getting to getting into the new place, cleaning up the old place, battling with the landlord, making plans to eat the rich and start a revolution—all the usual.
0: Yeah, uprising against the rich people. That, that's a good start. Tali, like she's got a beard. At the moment, because she's holding her hair, it looks like she's got a big old bushy beard going on there, and now she's shaved it off. How are you, Tara? I'm good,
2: yep,
0: good. So, you're going to a wedding in December with Moo. That's not a cow, that's your friend. Are you excited? Yes, of course, I'm excited
2: to go
0: to Bangkok again. Bangkok, I won't make a joke. I've done that joke last time, we got nowhere of it. I'm just going to walk away from it like an adult. Um,
2: okay.
0: But yeah, there's no Troy Summon this week. He's on Virgin Internet. I can't even That's make the here. joke. Literally, the Virgin Internet's letting him down. So our uh, innocent Virgin is not here.
1: Oh.
0: When missed I you, found out, well, it had to be Virgin Broadband, didn't it? It couldn't have been any other provider. He went with it. Had to be Virgin. There's, ah, I'm gonna really rake him over the coals next week and just absolutely take the piss in the introduction when I see him. All right. So what have you guys been up to? What have you been watching? Any movie talk first to shoot out the way?
1: Yeah, I went to see Nope last weekend.
0: Nope. S- how was that? Nope. How was
1: it? Oh, it's so, it's so good. Like, it's so good. I'm not going to spoil it, because I know you haven't seen it yet, Ben, and, you know, the listeners might not have seen it yet, but, like, if you're into two your minds about it, just go and see it. It's really good. It's got a lot to say about the way we treat each other, the way we treat animals the way we treat celebrity you know what the way we have, crave spectacle but don't think about who's in the middle of it you know it's all there it, it's good it's a good movie
0: okay i'm gonna put you in the spot so if you take uh get out and uh La- us yeah where does it sit because those are two very good movies so really it can't lose
1: I don't know, actually, because it depends what you're judging them on. Quality. Quality. Oh, no, but there's so many different things, like, because they've got... Your quality, They've got different qualities.
0: What is your favourite one?
1: Okay, I liked it better than I liked Us. I'm not sure if I liked it as much as Get Out, but Get Out is, like, iconic.
0: Let's just say, though, when we say Us, I've always had this argument with, like, Edgar Wright movies. Everyone goes... All the movies of Echo right are amazing. Like, The World's End is like us. It's not as good as his other stuff, but it's still a damn sight better than 99% of other movies made.
1: Oh, yeah, it suffers very badly from, you know, Greece, the Grease 2 phenomenon, doesn't it? Like, if it was in isolation, it would be considered a masterpiece. But because
0: Ghostbusters a... 2 is a brilliant film, but it's not it's not as good as number one, and it gets held up. Thank God, like... I Unfairly gets slaps. It's a great film.
1: No, it's a great film. That's what I'm saying. But if it was a film, if Ghostbusters Two was the initial, like was the initial film, and it wasn't a sequel. People would be saying, "Oh God, that's brilliant! What a good film!" You got Peter McNichol, you have got a baby, you got Bill Murray. You know what? What do you want? But you've because got a it's a really sequel, really scary set of that I ghost
0: can... nanny in the smile. It's still freaky.
1: Yeah, we watched it last a... week actually. But yeah, no, I think it's a it's a very different beast to the other films actually. Um,
2: it's
0: it's. Because hmm. I just went in last night in Soho, and uh, I've watched every and Wright movie he's directed. There isn't a shit one. There's not even an average one. They're like they're all good. They're like all like really worth watching. And like like you said with um, us, that's why I would make the comparison with World's End. It's slightly not as good as the other two that they did with Sam Pegan. Nick Cross. But it's still really, 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 really funny. Yeah. So yeah, I think do you know, Jordan Peele. I'm really happy he's done a good movie. And it's again like Midsummer with um, the other horror director. Everyone goes, "Oh, it's not as good as Hereditary," but no, it may not be, but it's still a damn good movie. I think it's
1: better than Hereditary. I
0: prefer. That Midsummer. is, some people say that, and that is not a outside box thing to say, actually.
1: I'm just trying to think of like an equivalent. Like, it's
0: like again, if I was have... going
1: to say, like, if the, Jordan, Jordan, the three main Jordan Peele films were well, the Cornetto trilogy, like, which one would be which? And, you know, Get Out is very much the Shaun of the Dead, right? Because it's the first one, it sets the tone, it's, you know, all that stuff. Okay. But then which one's World's End and which one's um, Hot Fuzz?
0: Nope, it's Hot Fuzz. Oh,
2: Hot
1: Fuzz. That that's funny. Mm, see, I would say there's more in common... With Nope and World's End, have got more in common
0: because uh, us is more comedic than Get Out. There is obviously humor, but it's from one character. There's a lot more humor from the cast of us throughout. Because the sidekick, the best friend, is the best thing about Get Out, he's just hilarious. He's yeah, good there's comic relief. There's comic relief in us. Get Out. There's a lot of dark humor the whole way through, like especially yeah. the dad, gives it really good.
1: Oh yeah, so I and I think you might be right. Actually, I think Hot Fuzz might have more in common with Note because Hot Fuzz is about like surface appearances and spectacle, and you know how we observe things and how they yeah. happen, and you know our people who we think they are. Like you
0: think elderly people are all nice and nice, but actually they can pull out a machine gun out of their basket on their bicycle and try and double ooze you, like you know, like Hot Fuzz. Vicar, nice old vicar, and Christian vicar could be an asshole. Yeah, appearances can be deceptive. I mean, look at Rolf Harris. I mean, like, grind gigs, people that are idolized. I mean, Ian Watkins from Lost Prophets, who saw he was a paedophile, like, for example, you know? Pretty
1: much everybody.
0: (laughs) Okay, but what I'm saying is you can't really trust anyone. No, I'm joking. I'm
1: joking, you know. Um, One thing I can say, though, because you made me think of Edgar Wright, so you made me think of Adam and Joe. I had a little moment on the internet with Joe Cornish the other day.
0: Yes, Adam and Joe. So I, love, I, I love I, the Tokyo. Sorry to interrupt. You should definitely. What have you done there, Adam and Joe in Tokyo? I haven't. No. Oh, it's on YouTube. Go watch it. It's uploaded up on YouTube. It's so funny. Obviously, I love Adam and Joe. But...
1: Okay, so yeah. I, bumped, I bumped into them in the nineties when they were like at their peak in the taxi rank at Houston Station, and I got okay. their autograph. And it's a, literally it's the most nineties thing ever. It's a page torn out of my um. File of facts. And it's yeah. signed by both of them. And it says, Adam's like, I will always, well, my love is deeper than a well or something. And then Joe says, I will always love you. And because I've just been moving, I found it. So I would, like put it on Instagram, going, oh, it's like, it must have been 15, 25 years since I accosted Adam and Joe at Euston Station. um It was really, you know, really lovely to say hello to them and all that stuff. And then Joe, I, I tagged Joe in it. Adam's not on social media anymore. And I got like a little message going I still love you. From oh,
0: Joe he Collins. must probably... I wonder if he remembers.
1: I doubt he remembers. I doubt but, it. But, but
0: um, it's nice of him to tag you and say, hey, hello again, I still love yeah, you. Yeah,
1: yeah. One of the things you. I remember, though, is that they were out with Jonathan Ross, and I didn't recognise Jonathan Ross. Well, I, I did, but I didn't say anything to him because I wasn't interested. I was, like, I idolised Adam and Joe at that point. I,
0: I bet was, you hurt his like, ego. Apparently he yeah. got a bit of ego.
1: He was like, oh, yeah, Scottish, you. funny voice, have you? And I was just like... Excuse me, I'm talking
0: to Adam and Joe. That's where you guys go kiss him right in the chin, and we wouldn't have had to put up with his awful chat show where he spends 90% of it talking over the guests. There was one time the Misfits were on season one. I thought Robert Sherman was going to jump across the desk and stab him. Really wish he had. Because he was giving Jonathan Ross a real bollock in him. Jonathan Ross was getting really annoyed at him because he was taking over his show. Uh, There's a bit where Robert Sherman just sat on his desk and grabbed his microphone, right? You're like Johnny boy. He's winding him up. Robert Sherman's a cheeky boy from uh, the Academy. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's cool. That's that's awesome. Nope is a good film. I've also watched... um, I don't know if it's got a dub so you can watch it, Helen, because I know you have trouble with... um, Subtitles. Subtitles. And Tara will go first. So, um, Audition, which is a Japanese horror movie. Oh, oh yeah.
2: watch. Yeah,
0: I watched that, though. Uh, it's, I've watched it for the first time. Uh, it's disgusting it's right?
2: nuts. Disgusting, like...
0: Oh, my God. It's... Yeah,
2: I know. It's disgusting. I, know.
0: I, know,
1: I know what happens in it.
0: You, you know the bit. I don't even think you need to read the subtitles. They're I like... do
2: I think
0: we should recap the most disgusting moments. No, but the bit, the bit at the end, I think Helen knows, everybody knows deeper, deeper. You know, the bit where she gets the wire out, like, it's disgusting. And it just, it tries to wrong fit you at the end. Is it a dream sequence? Is it not? And it's just really, the way that she, the, the way it ends with, you know, the bit at the end, the last death, it's so normal how somebody would die normally
2: yeah. really
0: i thought well that's normal if you fell down the stairs you'd most probably die um
2: well uh, no.
0: what a film it's a really weird setup but like it goes places and the thing is the couple aren't even together that much in the film but you there's, there's some great tense scenes early on of her in her apartment just looking at the phone and You're like. Oh, uh, early on they're telling you, oh, she's a wrong un, okay. This isn't good. Like, it, it sets it up early and it doesn't keep going back there, but you're already aware of there's there's trouble ahead for him. Like, the man who's looking for a wife. It's, it's oh, dark.
2: Oh, yeah. many men like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, uh... I felt quite happy for her actually. She seemed to be really happy when she was slicing him up. Uh, <laughs> she definitely if she found her right job she'd be a very happy girl
1: is, um, that of, is it of the kind of good for her
0: she was abused though? but yeah. she i can't i can't pardon what she does but there is a reason why she's mentally disturbed basically orphaned, creepy housing basically yeah, not real support on her own most of the time. Abuse abuses just a child. So it's really messed her up. There's been no parents to guide her. So she's just kind of. She's basically done it to loads of people. So she goes around finding men that they can disappear, basically. And she just chops them up and puts them in a bag in her flat. Which is nasty. Ew. I also watched. What was it? Um. I can't remember it was um bollocks I can't remember I have to tell you next time I watched the I watched the uh, Craft
1: Oh such a good movie I think
0: we've talked about this last time didn't we
1: We are the Weirdos Mr
0: Yeah I'm the Weirdos Mr that's a good horror movie It's not really a horror movie but it's really it's 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 kind of cool I enjoyed it So I'm going to let Tara speak because Tara wants to go first so ladies first
2: Okay, right, understand. Um so today we're actually going to talk about a very um sexy show with Mantity of course. It is called None Other than Oh My Venus. Has anyone heard of it? Venus. Oh my Venus. Yes, yeah, have you guys heard something
0: of it? Else there. I'm glad that was Venus. I thought you said something else. I thought
2: yes, Venus. Okay anyway. I haven't heard of it. No, I'm gonna look is it, it on up. Netflix? Okay, yes, it's on Netflix. So basically, okay. it was a Korean drama back in uh 2015. Okay. So about a guy called John Kim or Kim Yong Ho. Let's just call him John Kim. He is actually played by Su Ji Seok, a sexy Korean actor with a nice, hot, smoking body like a Greek god, and has manity and all.
0: Hold and on, is that the guy you put in the WhatsApp group earlier?
2: No, that's a different one
0: week long. Just to let you know,
1: I am not complaining.
0: I have to be careful when Tara sends an email, text message you now that I'm on my own to make sure no one gets the wrong idea.
2: Okay. Yeah. So basically, this is him, and um, he, well, I'm not sure if he beats or not, but you know, it doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> yes. So uh, John Kim is a personal trainer to Hollywood stars. So uh despite his family well, he actually suffered an accident in his childhood, something to do with his knee. So throughout the show he gets knee pain. He'll be like, oh my knees and yeah. So um so okay. And and then after that, uh then we go to the girl. That's the main girl who's a 33-year-old lawyer. And um, so, I mean, in her teens, she used to be like, you know, the it girl. But uh, she actually gained a bit of weight when she grew older. So, and um, this guy's a personal trainer, basically. So one day, she flies on a business trip to the US and then comes back to Korea. And she's actually eating diet pills. So she faints on the plane. And John Kim acts as a medical personnel on the flight. And... That's how they uh, get intertwined with each other. But, uh, okay, so we do the introduction scene on John Kim. He's just there, you know, in his Hollywood studio, you know, working out, doing all sorts of shit. And then he's sitting in the hot tub where, you know, you can see, oh, damn, this is the best scene, you know. You should play the gravy song. Okay, he's just sitting in the hot tub, you know, and uh, yeah, you can see like 90% of everything, Yeah excellent yes beautiful beautiful we should screenshot that okay so I doubt
0: you will send it to us later oh
2: uh, yeah probably yeah so this is like the most fancy thing of all so uh then he meets the girl her name is june so and then they get intertwined each other so uh june actually hears that he is famous so uh so, she actually wants him to help her lose weight, which she actually does. So, they go through a series of uh, weird exercises. Like, one time he asked her to do jujitsu together. And you know how Brazilian jujitsu goes, right? On the floor? Do you? I've
0: heard of it. Well, I've heard of you it.
2: You can Google image now and see how it actually goes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, just imagine uh, a guy and girl doing that. And what if uh, the guy is actually hot?
0: Really? One guy? One guy.
2: Yes, yes. Basically, you're wrestling with the hot opposite gender on the floor, which leads to, you know. Yeah. And sometimes just fucking them, service servicey, like You know, in Jiu-Jitsu, you're supposed to lock legs around the opponent and throw them over. So, you know, when they actually do that, It's like, um, okay, am I watching a sexual tension show? Yeah. Okay, I should not watch it. Anyway, yeah, so the story goes as it goes. And um, so in the end, she actually loses weight. And they fall in love somehow. And uh, they actually so get close to one another. And... uh, okay i can't remember and yeah and they actually fall in love in the end and they, he proposes to her in the end so i'm thinking uh this show they have a very um and it was the funny part the girl's friend causing mr sexy sexy coach a career
0: sexy, sexy coach is that his job title
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, there should be his job title on his resume, a Sexy, Sexy Coach. I would
0: totally wear that on a name badge if I was a sexy coach. I would totally make sure it had the word Sexy Coach on it. You know? Yeah.
2: There should be on his resume, seriously. And, yeah, I, I can't recommend the show. I, I don't know why, but uh, the guy is hot. Yeah, I've said him a million times. And, um, yeah, I mean, do you... Okay, it'd be nice to have a hot... Personal trainer who has man titty helping you get fit. Mm. Yes. So, has anyone had a hot t- man titty trainer before?
0: No, I've never been to the gym. What about you, Helen?
2: You start, I've
1: never had a personal trainer. Never. Neither did I. No. But I've been to the gym, mm. and there was some some inspiration okay, you know i've seen some I've seen some of those guys
2: mhm
0: mm.
2: Yep. but you know just imagine um if he's a personal trainer. now
0: mm. okay
2: It's my dream come true
0: okay yep.
1: so is it a comedy or is it a drama or what is it?
2: Eh, it's a drama, actually, and at the same time, it's kind of like a comedy.
0: Hmm. Yeah. But is it like, because you bring up a lot of Korean shows, where would you put it in your all-time list of Korean shows you've watched?
2: Oh, I would put this one on a very high rating because, you know, there's um, fan service and yeah
0: <laughs> okay let me tell you something because i don't think helen knows we, we have the other podcast house of animation tara has given very controversial low scores to classics okay so she's got very she's a very tough mistress when it comes to scoring so if it's high i tend to think it's got to be pretty decent okay actually
2: got a what
0: it's got to be pretty decent if you're giving it a high score, because I know you're very careful if you're scoring on the other podcast we do together, House of Animation.
1: It's got good ratings on IMDb. It's got 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb, which is... That's a Tara score. 7. I think it's 7. Okay. Um,
0: actually, I'm going to give it an 8. Okay. Yeah, 8.5. Yeah.
1: Hmm. But people on IMDb are notoriously fickle, so for it to get a seven point eight on IMDb is quite impressive, actually.
2: Yeah, well, it's pretty good. Seven I think you yeah, they're all in for the the guy, the main guy, you know, who can't deny a sexy, sexy Asian men, sexy Korean men.
0: We should st- you should start your own podcast about sexy Korean men in TV.
2: I mean, yeah, if I move to Korea, why not? It's going to be a documentary.
0: Hmm.
1: Yep. Just to say that we all have had a sneak peek at the theme tune of this documentary. And yeah, it's excellent. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Yes. And uh, I might (sighs) collaborate with Troy because he's going to do the Find My City Men. And I'm going to do Find My City Men. Excellent. Yes, so, uh, but summer is already over though, it's going to be fall or autumn, so no more people at the beach. Well,
1: autumn is a time to find love, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because that's when you want somebody to snuggle in with in the winter.
2: Mm. Ooh, makes sense. yeah, I guess it makes sense in a way, yeah. Yep, so that is all for my pick, and yeah,
0: but you know, it's just like a dream
1: so far. Okay. Good stuff. All right, Um, because you've got a lot to talk about, Ben, I'm going to go next if that's okay.
0: sure. Sure, go for it.
1: Okay, so I've been watching a lot this week, actually, because I've been finding it quite hard to switch off, so I tend to, like, get really into something or just get into phases of watching a whole load of telly and getting excited. So I've watched a few things. So I watched um, Marriage on BBC, which is... um,
0: Oh, me and my wife saw this and we are discussing watching this. Nicola
1: Walker and Sean Bean playing like an old
0: couple. Does Sean Bean die in this one? He he doesn't,
2: actually. He's alive?
0: He's alive? No, there's a joke. Sean Bean always dies in everything. Yeah,
2: he's like...
0: I don't know, Dice. Finally.
1: No, he lives in this. Oh,
2: that's weird. But I mean, he...
1: like, it's not for everyone, I don't think, but it's a very kind of character-driven, not very kind of flashy, but... About marriage. Like, nice little drama about a couple who just rub along quite nicely, thank you very much.
0: That's nice, because um, it's nice to see James McAvoy pop down at the- marriage and it's nice to see a marriage that's really nice for once mm. how many times have you seen broken families in tv exactly not living together with their kids and it's nice to see a happy marriage for once
1: exactly Go ahead. Please. um the other thing that i will i would really recommend this week is i've been watching watched the first episode of the the ryan reynolds and rob mckennelly documentary about them buying welcome Re- to, welcome to football Wixom. club welcome to rexham yeah it's just really sweet really nice um they do seem like genuinely good blokes. I was quite scared of watching it and finding out that Ryan Reynolds is actually quite a Hollywood um shithead, but he's not. He's not actually. He's really lovely, and they hadn't met each other before they bought the football club. They'd only talked online. So it's kind of like them meeting each other for the first time as well, which is really sweet.
0: Is there a bit? Is, is this on Amazon?
1: I can't remember if it's on Amazon or Disney Plus. I think it's on Disney Plus.
0: Because the thing I want to know about is, is like, because they're American, is they like they come to Rex and go, wow, England's crazy. Like, like no, no.
1: So, when there's a, a term that needs to be explained, they'll say, this is the English word for it, this is the American word for it, and this is the Welsh word for it. So they're really, really clear that they're not in England.
0: Oh, okay. Which
1: I was, which I was pleasantly surprised by, because I was expecting to say all oh, that. Yeah, and <sighs> in Wales and in England, but no, no, they talk about like. So they talk about like different things, and I think I remember the word that they. I think it was like something like packed or something, I and mean, it was like busy, and. So yeah, they do, and it's it's just a really sweet little documentary about a little football club, and thinks, riding that big old Ted Lasso wave quite hard anyway, because everybody loves to feel good stories about football clubs and underdogs, right.
0: Yeah, so I I did laugh though. Um, this this is going to make you laugh. There was a Wrexham playoff, and this is this last season back in May or June when they were fighting for promotion. Mm. Can't remember if they won or not. But obviously, Ryle Reynolds and the other Ryle Reynolds and the other guy were there. A goal went in. They celebrated it, and it was Wrexham uh, conceded. And know they, they were celebrating the other team scoring a goal. It was bit planned. embarrassing, there, lads.
1: I think they cheered one that was offside as well.
0: Yeah. Bless them. The enthusiasm was amazing, but you should at least know your team's, um, you know, your team's colours. Yeah. Choose which team it is meant to be.
1: I don't think they claim to be experts in football and by any stretch of the imagination, but it's quite sweet. and
0: It's quite funny though.
1: But my other pick this week would probably be um, the series of A League of Their Own, which is on Amazon, which is like a, a, a series based on the film, Madonna film, so Madonna, Tom Hanks Sorry, what's film. what the name of it again? A League of Their Own.
0: Of their own. It's not with uh, it's not with uh, James Corden talking... No, no,
1: no, that. Enough. No, God, no. I would, come on, you've met me. Have you, do you ever think that I would ever recommend anything by James Corden at all?
0: I oh, hate James Corden. Go ahead.
1: Um, so it's made by Abby Jacobson from Broad City and she's in it and it's also got um, Darcy Carden in it so Janet from The Good Place and it's World War Two. it's America um, the men are all off to war so the women are playing baseball but yeah. The, the film came out in the 90s and it was very kind of sanitized version of what America was like at that time so like there was no there was very 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 small mention of kind of race politics and all that stuff so and very we mentioned that there are a pop don't come at me but there are a population of women who enjoy sport who are like other women mm. it just isn't mentioned kind of in the in the original film, but that that kind of really digs into it in this. So it's about kind of um, what it is to be queer in America in the 1940s and what it is to be black in America in the 1940s. So it's talking a lot about um, how they would put in kind of specific laws that would allow like kind of quote unquote white workplaces to take on black labour during the war. Now, a lot of places still weren't doing it. And, you know, although the people were needed, they still weren't treated fairly and all that stuff. And then one of the characters is a black woman who's a really good pitcher who wants to be on the team but gets turned away. And it's her kind of fighting to get a place on any baseball team is a kind mm. of subplot. And it's just, it's it's got some kind of nice callbacks to the film, mm. you know, Um What's his face? what the uh, what's it? Ron Swanson. Ron, the guy who plays Ron Swanson is playing the coach.
0: Okay, I don't know who that is. I, I can't think.
1: remember his name. Uh it's gonna really annoy me until I can remember it. But he's a really good he's a really good actor. Ron. Hang on, I'm going to Google it and see if I can find out who it is.
0: Okay, while you're doing that, I'm going to sing
1: but no it's fine um so that's my pick my main pick for the week like uh nick offerman that's his name without a mustache it's very weird so yeah he's in it and yeah it's it's got a little bit more a little bit more politically charged than the 90s hollywood sanitized version of america in the 1940s and it's a lot of fun and yeah that would be my top pick for the week so i'm going to hand the reins back over to you ben
0: checking on but just to see if the virgin internet is still going on Troy still can't come So I will finish this up then no problem okay um so i have got i've been away 3 weeks cuz you know i just needed a break this is what happens sometimes um i will come off to Troy next week for not saying scribe syndrome we will get him help so that he can get past this uh, problem in his life um so, I'm just going to go through very quickly because we'll be here all day. Um, update down, Stranger Things and finish season two. I'm just going to quickly go because I've talked about it before. Um, obviously, I love season two. Um, I've taken a break. I didn't think the villain was that great. The big spider thing didn't really do anything. Um, it's well written. There's too many characters now. There was a pointless trip to New York for no reason that they could have just cut the episode out of the show. It was a waste of time. Um but I'm really happy. I still have all the characters. I I do think um Will is just I think the actor who plays Will just sleeps all the time. He's never there on set. He just generally disappears every season. He's basically the the damas in distress. Um I I think the best mum ever is still Will's mum. She's still the best mum on TV I love the Sheriff more. And I'm Hopper. looking, for... Hopper, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing Lucas is becoming my favourite character today. And Dustin as well.
1: Lucas is really great. Yeah, he comes into his own in, in the later series and his little sister does as well.
0: I just like how him and both him and Dustin were like, Oh God, there's a, wood... there's a nice looking girl there. Hello. Mm-hmm. It's quite funny. Well, I did have a problem with Dustin, like looking after the uh, very obvious bad thing, which was um, from the uh, uh, Upside Down, whatever they call
1: The Baby Demogorgon.
0: Yeah, a bit stupid, but like. Yeah, uh, I
1: think we all thought that, to be honest.
0: Oh, yeah. It made no sense. It was a bit artificial. I'm just going to add five shows to my list. Because um, I've just realised I watched season three of Lock and Key as well.
1: I did too, yeah, but I zoned out. I zoned out
0: towards the end. So, where do you want to start with it? It was okay. Half the cast aren't there. It feels like they stripped all the cast out. And I don't think it's because of COVID, because they filmed the last season during COVID and everybody was there. So I just want to call this out because I think we can talk about this. You can run ahead of, a bit. They they really bent over backwards to get Dodge back in. I thought it was absolutely shocking how they did that. There was no absolutely no reason for Dodge to come back. Mm. That way. Time travel key. As I was shouting at Bodie, What the? F- are you doing? You silly little shit? It's not even good writing. It's just it's awful writing.
1: Yeah, nothing made sense really much this season. It all felt a bit forced. It felt a bit like how can we get Dodge
0: back? How can we create drama? Why don't we just keep the nice British boyfriend away from Casey? Um, like he turns up at the end, which is really insulting because he just disappears. That autistic kid has just grown up so bloody faster. I swear it's a different actor. Um, mm-hmm. But the way they just handled it, there was a really nice bit with the family at the bit where they cuddled the dad. Mm. But then all of a sudden the guy that killed him is now helping them. The the bad guy is not really well defined. He's got a really weird speaking style. I don't just know. Like,
1: why would you have like Amelia Jones in your cast and like, not make the absolute most of her?
0: It makes no sense to me.
1: Instead of just having her running around reacting to things and pining for a lost boyfriend.
0: <sighs> I don't and know. That... It wasn't terrible, but it felt like Dodge was a really good villain. And, like, they picked some really shitty... We didn't even know what he was going to do. There was no end game. It was mm-hmm. just, I'm going to open up the floor with the keys. And for a while, they were the shittest villains I've ever seen. Like, they kept running away.
1: Well, the whole thing of it was, like, these siblings that felt detached from their mother because of her alcoholism find this secret. Which they they're...
0: don't talk about in the fucking show. And only Which... at the end do we see it a little bit.
1: Which their father passed down to them, you know, who they missed and you know, he good. was obviously the present parent, so he was like we've got this link to our mother and then they completely ruined that by separating the siblings and like having the mother like part of the Japes, like and being like knowing all about it they, and
0: they just got rid of her really interesting character thing of alcoholism, which is could have been that that's from the show. They ripped that out. They shouldn't have done that. They should have left oh. that in. Because it would have made it harder for them. I just don't understand why. And then when they started nodding to it in the flashbacks, I went, oh, fuck off. F off. That happens in, when she's in lock, lock, lockout and key house. Mm. F off. Like, I got really passionately angry because I thought, don't mention it then. You're not going to mention it. Don't mention it now. I got really angry. So.
1: Well, it's got it's got one of those things, isn't it, when it's like, oh, we don't like to. Hey, Helen's kids.
0: husband. <laughs>
1: um. um it's got one of those things, isn't it, when it's like, um, oh, we've got got ourselves into a our little plot cul-de-sac, what should we do? I know, we'll invent another key. And it's just like, you can't keep inventing keys to create drama and then inventing keys to end the drama. like And be like, oh, hang on, we've got a key for this.
0: And if you're going to show us how the keys are made, do it properly, do a whole episode on the creation of the keys, you your pussies. They Don't even do like a lot in the flashback to when their dad was, was a child, that would have mm. been helpful. That's in the comics. I don't know, man. I don't know. Exactly. I'm, just...
1: I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed.
0: I'm not disappointed in Squid Game, though. No. I've <laughs> watched the first two episodes of Squid Game,
1: but sorry, can I say one more thing about Lock and Key that we really yeah, go ahead, things? go
0: ahead, go ahead. Yeah,
1: well, since they found out that Kinsey could sing when she was in Coda, yeah, the L wouldn't like three different times when she was singing in Lock and Key when she hadn't really been singing before. Like they just shoehorned that in, didn't they? Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, that annoyed me.
0: And just not having... I don't know, just not having all the characters come back for the finale, like, you know, friends of the family, they should all be there, it just felt a bit shit. Um... So, I've been watching Squid Game.
2: Yes, I have.
0: I love Squid Game. I'm two episodes in. It is everything that everyone's been talking about. Um, love all the characters. They even did the bit in episode two. They're like, okay, you can leave them. It's like, what? Everyone just leaves. They all realize they need the I money. Mean, they go back. I was like, oh, this show's going to surprise me. Is it? Okay, I like that. Okay, you're you're subverting my expectations. And I love all the characters. They're all very deep. A lot of crazy stuff's happening. Um, I, I, I think it's going to be good. But for, I find it quite hard to feel sorry for people who gamble and keep amassing more debt, really, to be fair. Um, it's not always easy to root for these characters, but I suppose that's the point. They improve as they go on to be better human beings. But yeah, no, Squid Game, I know it's an old show now, but like, um, I'm catching up because I'm trying to get through some big shows, so Squid Game is really good. I also watch Red Rose on BBC iPlayer.
1: Is that any good? Because that's
0: on my list. Fucking awesome. Um, It's basically about an app that, uh, I won't get into it, it's based around a phone app and how it influences a group of friends. Up north as well. So lots of Northern accents, which is nice to hear, not just London accents, proper Bolton-Manchester accents. Um, lovely. Um, it's got the chick from Metal Lords, from the Netflix sh- film about the heavy metal cellarist. Chowder- I don't know if you've seen that. She's one of the main characters. I, I haven't only, seen it. I only clocked it after I checked the IMDb page. Um so yeah, it's really good. I won't go to too many spoilers. I will talk about it again when Helen watches it and we're going to a deep dive on it. Um, it's really good. Um, it's setting up a sequel in Tokyo. I don't think they're going to go for it, but they try to be cheeky and go for a second season. So it might go international season two, which would be really interesting. But yeah, the acting's really good. It changes the plot. It's not afraid to kill a character. Very surprised in certain places with who they take out. Um, I think you'll like it. I would jump it to the head of the queue for next week, Helen, if you're around. Go watch it, because I was really impressed. I will I, watch
1: like, it, actually.
0: So, like, it kind of helped me with Lock and Key a little bit, because I watched this after Lock and Key, then when I watched Squid Game. So it really helped me kind of be happy again.
1: Yeah. Or it was like lifts you up kind of thing. From cause Squid Game is really heavy, isn't it?
0: No, it's not so much that. It's the quality of Lock and Key wasn't very good. So I watched this and I was like, oh yeah, this is what Stranger Things is like. Really good TV. Brilliant. Hooked me in. And it's great that the BBC is doing this type of stuff because they're normally, just right lately, they've not done good stuff. So I'm really happy. There's also avoidance with Roman Harangamash. Harangadesh. I don't
1: know who that is.
0: It's the uh, Roman, it's the Indian-British um, comedian with the wonky eye and the big beard.
1: Oh, Ramesh
0: um, Yeah, I can't say his name, him. But it's him, it's written by him, it's about him being a dad who's really shit and he lies all the time. Oh, yes, not... yes. Have you seen it?
1: I haven't seen it, no, I've heard of it though.
0: Please do. It's so good. It's so good. It's really funny, and it makes him nice, even for who he does. He avoids everything. He avoids his what his girlfriend breaking up with him. He avoids it. They're not broken up. They are broken up. Um, he just doesn't. He doesn't lie. Well, he does lie, but he avoids anything. He avoids the truth, which is lying. So every time he dies, it's just it's hilarious. Uh, go watch it. It's good. He doesn't swear on it much. He's act, there's a really good kid actor in it. Who's going to be a big star? I think he's really funny, without being too rude. Excellent. Well, that's good. It's a lot of TV, and I'm keeping it short because there's five, sh- six shows to talk about this week with me. What's but the next that, one then? No, that's me. Five shows. Yeah, but it's all good stuff except for even Lock and Key was a bit okay. Like it wasn't terrible, but like the other four are amazing. So I've had a four out of five week. Well, a couple of weeks. Next Excellent. week I'm here. I'm going to talk about a bear going to a theme park. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to talk about a bear. who goes to a the theme park next week. And, and the great thing is, you can watch it, Helen, because there's a dub version. Lovely.
1: Excellent. I'm looking forward to that, then.
0: Yeah, I'm going to bring up an old favourite from last year that I spoke about. Oh, no, at the start of the podcast, I spoke about it. And I think it's time to, um, yeah, demo. I think it's time to talk about it next week. But that's me. Right. Excellent. Tara, you up. still awake? Yes, I'm still here. Well hey, okay, so um uh, would you like is there any mail anything?
2: Nope oh yes, um well do check out my channel because we have plenty of fans, so this is below in the description.
0: Lovely. Yeah, go do that and uh all the shows we discuss are in the description as well. Go check them all out. Sometimes we do talk talk about shit, but it's always good if you want to form your own opinion. We always make sure we link every show that we watch in the description. Not linked, but you can go find it on the internet somewhere. Um, uh, Helen, would you like to do your thing? Um,
1: Yeah, find us on twitter.com at squareiceinrgmail.com
0: at the same one. Yeah. Brilliant. That's That's all. Um, and obviously Troy's uh Legend of Troy one, uh, Legend of Old 101, Legend of Old 101. Uh, it's all in the description below. And friends in the podcast, Alex and Toro's uh, therapist help, and also artwork from the person that does the artwork, my wife. And um, yeah, that's it. There's also a Facebook group, go do that. And the House of Animation returns next Thursday as we talk about Sword in the Stone, aka. Arthur putting his penis out, his sword, not his cock. through, really, pretty much. It's a metaphor, isn't it? The, the, the stone is the vagina. Yeah, I won't get into it. Anyway, so um it's goodbye from me. Goodbye, goodbye from me. For me. Oh, sorry,
2: who's first?
0: That's right. You go. Okay. Uh, okay, um goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Maybe we should sing, Troy, like a virgin. Your broadband has stopped working.